This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Yeah. There we go. We got a full house today. I mean, I'm telling you. Got some music going on. But let me let me start off with my psalm here. Uh, this is psalm number. And tell me about this band we just were listening to here. We will be highlighting selections from the Marcus King Band out of uh, South Carolina. And uh, they just released a, their third album called Carolina Confessions. And they're playing Manchester Music Hall uh, Wednesday night. So they I sound great. Yeah, I kind of got into them uh, this week. And they've been, on, um, they've been on late night television as musical guests. And I think they're fantastic. And so we're, uh, we're going to get some of these tracks in this morning. On Sounds them. good. Sounds, sounds very good. Let's let's go with the psalm here. Psalm 25. For those of you who don't know, the psalms are a collection of 150 uh, poems, really, in, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, and they range in topic from high to low. Uh, this one here is kind of moderate. This is Psalm 25. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. 
Oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in the truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses, for they have ever been of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, according to thy mercy. Remember me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. That's the first eight verses of Psalm 25. So we've got here in the studio, let's, let's start by introducing our guest, uh, Jared Thomas, Executive Director of the uh, Shepherd's House. Welcome. You're on. Thanks for having me, Tom. I appreciate it. You're on. We got Elizabeth uh, taking down uh, all the, uh, she, 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 she's, she's not going to be heard on uh, the, she doesn't want to go on the radio but she's uh doing the recording and guy huglet good morning you, sir how to do good this morning we're going to talk about the shepherd's house we're going to talk a little bit about uh the mayor uh has emphasized the new mayor linda gorton has emphasized uh the uh battle against opioid addiction in our city and this is going to be something that she wants everybody front and center on. And uh, the Shepherd's House is definitely involved in that. They uh, uh, run a recovery program for opioid and alcohol addiction for, for young men, typically. And Jared is the director of this uh, thing. Guy is one of the board members. He's uh, mm -hmm. You're the chairman of the board, aren't you? That's correct. Yes. Correct. And he's also with us at Dupree Financial Group. Fellas, I want to simply uh, get into the uh, uh, meat of this, and we've got a, an hour to do so. Uh, Jared, I've known you for a long time. I love you to death. Uh feel like you're one of my sons in a way or, or a little brother or what have you. And uh, you've got an interesting story that brought you to this place where you're now doing this work share as much feel free to share as much of your own story with us if you want to and then bring us up to date on to what you're doing these days well tom first off you are like a parent because you, you took me to raise and uh when i was uh <laughs> when i was out there uh struggling in life and and always finding myself in bad situations i always saw the good in you you did and you always showed up for me you always uh Picked me up when I was down, and I appreciate that. I think me and you are, uh, if we see each other once this year or ten times this year, we love each other as we soon do. as we, we lay eyes on each other. So I really appreciate that. You're a huge part of my life. Thank um, you. And, uh, you know, I actually laugh because, uh, you know, I would I would watch you, and I'd say, you know, I, I wish I was a businessman like Tom or I wish I was a parent like Tom, and I had the opportunity to do that. So I really appreciate that. Thank my, you. I appreciate you so much. So my own story is um, I am in recovery. I am coming up on 11 years sober. I am a, uh, I don't know, a uh, victim of, uh, uh, of the world around me, but I, I was born and raised in St. Albans, West Virginia, um, raised by two alcoholic parents. Uh, my father actually uh, 
succumbed to this disease and drank himself to death in his early 40s. Um, very successful man, defense attorney, and, uh, you know, I became a uh, – I was a good student. I was a 4.0 student. Um, I was the – had the highest GPA uh, on my football team, and I went on to play college football, Marshall University, and played national championship games and made all-conference and made All-American and was was just uh, living the good life, uh, planning on playing in the NFL one day. And uh, by the time that opportunity rolled around, I was so, so far down in my addiction and disease that I literally, um, as a 22-year-old – um, partaking and getting ready to play in the NFL. Um, by the time I was 32, I was living in the backseat of a car. Um, spent most of my 30s in treatment centers or in a jail cell. Um, got on the hamster wheel of life, and it was just one bad event after another bad event and uh, just continued to make bad decisions. Uh, ultimately got sober and um, worked my way back into uh, citizenship, I guess is the best way to say it. I worked my way back into the community and citizenship. I've had the opportunity to do amazing things in recovery. I, I first got sober and then became a counselor, and then I became a program administrator, and then I started designing treatment centers. I, I actually am one of the ones that put in the largest prison program in the United States of America, worked with the mayor down in Chicago and put in a 2,900-bed facility inside the Cook County Jail. Yeah. Uh, went on to Miami and uh, designed a treatment center uh, for HIV-only patients um, and then left there and went to Las Vegas and put in a 200-bed, 200-tent uh, uh, facility on 29 acres of land for homeless people. So we actually wow. designed a homeless treatment shelter down there. So have had the opportunity to do amazing things and was spending most of my life on a uh, airplane uh, flying back and forth and uh, my son got to high school and he picked me up at the airport one day and he said hey dad he said I'm getting ready to start playing high school football and I want you to be a part of that and he said um and if you're always in a different state yeah he said you can't do that and he said would you be willing to uh quit your job and come home and I said well I don't know about quitting my job but I I started talking to Guy Huglet about the Shepherd's House, and, and Guy said, well, you know, I'll put something together for you if you want to come back and take over the Shepherd's House, and, and, and I did that, um, and it has now, been— Now, when was that? Four years ago, Guy. Yeah, it was four years ago. Four years ago. Um, Guy gave me a sweetheart deal. That's where he doesn't pay me anything, <laughs> but I work real hard. Yeah. Um, so— <laughs> I came back, and I, I actually, after about two weeks, I, I kid him. I went home to my wife, and I said, I have committed career suicide. <laughs> and I said, uh, this shepherd's house is uh, is something. And guy said, oh, no, sit tight. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get beautiful. And uh, it's become a labor of love and to work my way back into the community of Lexington. And I felt obligated to do that because of people like you, Tom. I mean, I, I, I took a lot. I put you guys in bad situations, and I thought, you know, I need to get back – you didn't put me in any bad situations. <laughs> I need to get back and, and, and start paying taxes in the city that, that housed me over at the detention center for so long. I wanted to I wanted to uh, get back in the community and do something special. And, uh, you know, I don't know, you guys work daily with guys, so um, it, it's high energy and it's fast-paced, and I like that because I'm high energy and fast-paced. So, yeah. you know, guys, you know, he at 530, he shot out of a cannon of a morning. <laughs> 
and you know you got to try to keep pace with him and and i try to do that and uh i tried to do that at the shepherd's house more importantly so uh, we're really proud of the product that we've put together at the shepherd's house absolutely listen guys we got to take a break real quick let's go to the break and you're you're listening to the tom dupree show with jared thomas and guy hugel this news radio 630 wlap the week i'm running for president happened here buzzfeed total phony story the media jumps to conclusions every day the state of the union canceled chaos in venezuela roger stone came out not guilty check in we have reached a deal and the shutdown news radio 630 wlap Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. During times of market volatility, as we have just experienced, it's easy for investors to panic. Some investors want an easy solution, like an annuity, to manage the ups and downs of the market. Some want to seek the safety of bonds and bond funds. At times like this, it's often wise to examine what the long-term returns of equities have been versus other asset classes. At Dupree Financial Group, we use times of market volatility as an opportunity to purchase securities at lower prices than where they may have recently traded. If you'd like to know how our investment process may help you and your retirement investments, then give us a call at 859-233-0400 to set up an appointment. It may be an eye-opening experience for you in this new year. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. We've got uh, on here Jer- uh, Jared Thomas from the Shepherd's House. Uh, Guy Huglet, who's the chairman of the board. Fellas, uh, we got about seven minutes in this segment here. Uh, well, no, closer to nine, actually. Um, let's talk a little bit about the mission of the Shepherd's House, what you guys are doing. Uh, Guy, you're, you're, you've yep. been a longtime board member. I have. Talk a little bit about what goes on at the Shepherd's House and uh what it is and what it is not yes uh because what it isn't is uh a place that substitutes one drug for the other uh you know which is what a lot of places do shepherd's house is unique in that it uh goes for abstinence that kind of thing that's right so talk to us a little bit about that jared you feel free to jump in and uh, let's hear about it. So so the thing I like to say first about the Shepherd's House is, number one, it's a long-term residential treatment facility for men suffering from addiction of alcohol or drugs. Keyword, long-term. Average stays, minimum stays 12 months. Most of them stay up to 18 months. But it was an outreach ministry of a local church here back in 1987. I said 1987. Who had a, we had a parishioner who had a son who could not get sober, go off treatment for 28 days. He'd come home, get right back in his environment. He'd relapse. This went on for years and he was dying from alcohol and drug addiction. And this, his father said, we've got to find something for this guy, you know, that will give him a chance to learn how to live sober. That goes beyond the 28 days. That's right. You know, it's real hard for any of these addicts today. They go off, they get they get detoxed, they get cleaned up, and you throw them right back in their environment. They got no shot. They got no shot. And so that was the – he went to 
Church of the Good Shepherd here in Lexington, Episcopal Church on Main Street there, and he asked them for money. They told him he was crazy. They said, you want to do what? This was in 1987. And uh, they eventually, two years later, gave the seed money for this, and the Shepherd's House opened in 1989. It was the, well, I love saying this, the first long-term residential treatment facility in the United States that we know of. Really? That was a concept that was foreign. So we're kind of proud of that. I mean, you know, we, we paved the way, so to speak. Now, let's fast forward to today. The problem today is you have these folks that go and detox. They get to 28 days, but they never learn how to live sober, get back in life, right. learn to cope, get a job, pay taxes, pay their child support, do all the responsible things. And that's what the Shepherd's House represents. Yep. We're real proud of that. And that model is being copied today all over the country. Now, you get a guy like Jared Thomas involved with the Shepherd's House, and now we're taking our model that's successful into prisons, into other communities around the country, and making a difference. There you go. So, and I think a lot of it is we were treating about... Uh, on average 60 guys a year now we're treating on average about 300 guys a year sometimes it's happening inside a jail cell sometimes it's happening in an intensive outpatient but the the main thing that that, that me and guy and everybody else at the shepherd's house is always focused on to stop using drugs and alcohol is easy that's easy staying stops real hard so staying stopped looks like 12 to 18 months of treatment getting stopped looks like um 30 days of treatment. So that's where our focus was. And we're, you know, everybody says, well, what's, what's the uh, treatment model? We're all in your business. Yeah. That's our treatment model. Meaning we want to know where you're at. We don't go to Walmart unless we're buying something. There's no sense to walk around Walmart unless you're buying something. So we don't <laughs> roam around the streets of Lexington. We have a mission on every time we step out, we have daily goals. We have weekly goals. We have monthly goals. We have yearly goals. You know, the funny thing is I actually met with Ben Carson and I told him about the Shepherd's House program. And at the end of that, he said, man, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. He said, I tell you what I'm going to do, Jared. He said, I'm going to give you Section 8 housing vouchers for every graduate of your program. And I said, Mr. Carson, I appreciate it. But if I've worked with somebody for 18 months and they need a housing voucher, I haven't done my job. That's right. We're taxpaying citizens. We come out of here. We don't want to get sober and, and, and flip hamburgers. We're not saying that's a bad thing to do in early recovery or that that's not a great job, but we want you back over enrolled at the university of Kentucky. We want you planning for a future. We're trying to give you your life back. Yeah. So, and we provide everything that they need to get their life back. Okay. So first they get the recovery piece. They get the mental health piece. They get the spiritual piece. They get the educational piece. They get the job piece. Right. And best yet, the last thing we give them is community service. We teach our guys how to give back to the community that's given so much to them. Right. And if you look at the program we have running down in Boyle, Mercer County right now, it's amazing. We're on the we're in the newspaper about every month about something that that our guys are doing to make a difference in that community. Yeah, it's simply amazing. All right, let's talk about uh, just the general mechanics of uh, admission to uh the the we're going to get into the funding and that sort of thing but say say i'm a parent out there listening and i have a child who's undergoing this kind of trouble 
Tell me about the mechanics of getting into the program. What happens uh, initially? What do I bring with me? That sort of thing. Am I going to to cocaine camp, or I mean, you know, am, am I going? What what's going on? Camp. Yeah, or whatever you oh, want, a fat my. fat farm, you know. Yeah, right, right. Well, we're we're, we're currently um, when you hit the shepherd's house, you've already been sober for thirty days. That's either through a treatment center, that's usually through sponsorship. So you're not detoxing them. No, do not detox them. Now that doesn't mean I won't help the parent that calls me and has a child that needs detox. I'll take care of that on the front end for you. So you may call me and say, you know, my my son's been missing for three days. Uh, my credit card and checkbook went with him, and I don't know what to do. And I say, well, when he resurfaces, you need to call me and then we'll do an intervention and we'll get him set up with detox followed by a treatment stay followed by entrance into the shepherd's house so that's basically how we we take you in and make sure this point is made that today with all the different drugs and everything that folks are into medical detox is critical they need to be in a medical environment in order to come off where does that happen well there's places all over kentucky but it's also part of the problem we don't have enough yeah. We do not have enough medical detox facilities available to us. Okay, so where you would send them to someplace, uh, try to get them in someplace. Would it be a local hospital or would it be a place that's <clears throat> maybe more like the shepherd's house but just for detoxing? No. Basically, you can, when, when Guy mentions medical detox, a lot of times people think that's a hospital gown. Not always. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. Like, if you check in over at Samaritan, they're going to hold you for three to seven days. But a lot of detox nowadays are done on an outpatient basis, and that, that sounds crazy. But what they do is basically they have a nurse monitoring you, and they've got you on uh, medication to make sure that you don't pass right. away. So you do that portion first and when you graduate that portion or move on past that portion you'll go into a treatment center and that's usually looks like 28 30 days okay all right guys we uh it's the end of this segment here we're going to talk a little bit about more about this stuff the politics of some of it that kind of thing uh we hear a lot of politicians talking about this stuff lately but what's really going on with it all you're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Jared Thomas and Guy Hewlett, News Radio 630 WLAP. The Nighthawk Special is back at a special low price at Columbia Steakhouse. Eight ounces of the finest all-natural grain-fed beef surrounded by a sea of piping hot garlic butter. Served with a choice of sides from fresh veggies to a jumbo baked potato, plus a garden-fresh Columbia's Diego salad. Get it all for only $14.99 at Columbia Steakhouse on Richmond Road, downtown on Limestone, and at Columbia Steak Express on Southland Drive. For a powerful tractor that's still small enough for residential work, try the Kubota BX Series, the nation's top-selling subcompact tractor from the inventor of the subcompact tractor. Find a dealer at gokubota.com. This is Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan. There are many bad numbers in our battle against opioid abuse. Four Kentuckians die every day from a drug overdose. More than 80% of today's heroin users started with prescription pills. Here is a good number, 8338-KY-HELP. We want to connect you with effective local treatment options. Don't let them die. Call 8338-KY-HELP. That's 833-859-4357. At Kubota, we believe a utility vehicle should do more than take you places. That's why our all-new Sidekick is built to do it all. 
cross over to more with the all-new Kubota Sidekick. Head into your local Kubota dealership to test drive one today. Find your local Kubota dealer at GoKubota.com. After 35 days of the partial government shutdown, the Senate and House passed legislation Friday funding the government through February 15th without money for a border wall. The president signed the measure, too, saying it was not a concession. Thousands of federal workers are heading back to work. EPA attorney Matt Costelli says he's concerned, though, another shutdown is around the corner. Please support legislation to take shutdowns off the table and take federal employees yes. off the table yes. as bargaining chips. Um, we can't we can't take this. Roger Stone, advisor and longtime friend of President Trump, says he is innocent of charges that were brought by the special counsel. Prosecutors say Stone collaborated with WikiLeaks to release hacked emails about Hillary Clinton and lied to Congress. Stone made this first court appearance in Florida yesterday. The U.N. Security Council holding a special session today on Venezuela's political showdown. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo ex is expected to address the council, backing interim leader Juan Guaido. Michelle Franz and ABC News. Weekend is off and running on a cold note for this Saturday. A mix of sun and clouds, some light snow and flurries from time to time. We'll see a high into the low 30s. Light snow chances increase later tonight into Sunday. Light accumulations are possible and again low 30s for a high. Arctic front brings snow and cold. I mean bitterly cold starting Monday night, Tuesday. I'm WKYT Chief Meralgist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Tiffany Thacker State Farm Studios. This is Lexington's News Radio 630 WLAP. Come into Quantro Volvo today during our winter sales event for exceptional deals, finance, and lease options on your new Volvo. Volvo Cars is proud to introduce the all-new 19S60 and the all-new 19XC40 compact SUV. Volvo cars are some of the most progressive, elegant, and technologically advanced vehicles in the world. So don't buy any sedan or SUV until you've test-driven these cutting-edge head-turners. Investigate Volvo cars and SUVs at Quantrell today. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-555-2085. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for you your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. We got some ground to cover here. So I'm with uh, Jared Thomas, executive director of the uh, uh, Shepherd's House, Guy Huglet, chairman of the board. Fellas, let's talk a little more about uh, addiction and recovery. 
and we've talked a bit about uh, how it takes place. You've got uh, a loved one that you uh, want to take this kind of help. We just heard uh, in in the break uh, the governor talking about opioid addiction, giving out an 800 number that you can call. Talk a little bit. It's big in politics. Uh, the, the mayor has come out and said opioid addiction is the big thing. But, you know, so many of these things, they direct you this place and that place. And, Guy, talk a little bit about some of the background of, of, of how this thing unfolds and how a lot of times it's not effective, some of the solutions that are out there, and a little bit about the effectiveness of the Shepherd's House approach. So you bring up a great point. Number one problem we face every day with this is people have a child, a loved one, that they want to get into treatment, and they can't get them in. They don't know where to go. They don't know who to call. They don't know how to navigate those those waters to get them into to get help. Yeah. It's very frustrating. And one of the things that I love about Shepherd's House and Jared Thomas is his role as CEO, executive director, is he put he makes common sense of all of it he just practices common sense and he so he creates this program now here's here's a perfect example one of the best places right here one of the best places to actually help people get help is through the judicial system usually drug and alcoholics uh, make bad choices and they end up in front of a judge right so Jared came up with this really creative way to help these folks. Why don't you speak to what we did down in Danville, Boyle, Mercer County, Jared? Which was set up inside the jail, and I became very good friends with Barry Harmon at the time, who was jailer at Boyle County Detention Center. He's also a preacher. And I walked in his office one day, and he was at his wit's end and looked shaken. And I said, what, what's wrong, Barry? And he said, uh, he said, they're getting ready to close my jail down. He said, or I have to do a $5 million addition. And I said, why? And he said, well, I'm licensed for 220 inmates, and I have 413 today. And I said, Barry, would you like for me to fix that problem for you? And he said, yes. And I said, can I go through the files? Is that illegal? He said, no. And I spent the afternoon in the files, and I found out that of the 413 inmates, 85% had a drug and alcohol problem. And if you'll quit logging up alcoholics and drug addicts, you can empty your jail out. And then I went and researched, and I found out they pay $32 a day to house somebody in a jail. And I said, Barry, if you'll give me $15 a day, I'll pull them out of your jail and start treating them. So we went to the uh, fiscal court and we started a community action recovery center. And basically what I'm saying here is this is the community's problem. On $15 a day? I can do it. And I'll tell you how I can do it. But I basically said, you know, this is a community problem. We have a community solution. And I said, everybody's got to put skin in the game. That's everybody. That's the police. That's the judges. That's the prosecutor. That's the guy that owns Food Mart. That's the guy that owns McDonald's. We got to put these people to work. So basically what we did is we got office space and the Shepherd's House is the nucleus of it. But we put in adult education. We put in a mental health division and we put in a jobs program. And basically, when you hit my front door, we're going to treat you for everything that you've got. So you're presenting as a drug addict or an alcoholic. However, you may be bipolar. So we want to treat that, too. Or you may not have a GED, so we want to get you one of those. And you may not have a job, so we want to get you one of those. It's all solution-based. All solution. 
Yeah, so we're going to treat you day one. So basically what I did is in our own vehicles, we went down to the jail. We identified who could come out of jail. You know, the funny thing is, is we'd have a guy in there that's written three bad checks at Walmart and he's doing time. Well, he wrote his bad checks at two in the morning. Yeah. People don't write bad checks at two in the morning unless they need drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so to lock him up makes no sense. Um, so we went and we pulled him out of jail and uh, I was happy to say and this is as of friday and obviously this is saturday but friday morning there were 211 people in the Boyle county detention center program's been running for two years we just signed a new contract with them to continue but in the one year span we saved the county two hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars good heavens so what that does for the community is this. You may not like to help drug addicts and alcoholics, but I can save you money. Yep. Right. So I get that person, too. So it's not if you've got a big heart, that's how I get you. But if you watch your wallet, I can get you that way, too. So that's what we're after. We want to have solutions that everybody wins. Now, listen right. to this. And of that $260,000, $70,000 they saved the county, which is outstanding, good fiscal management, 87%, isn't that right? Isn't that the number? Of the 211 people in the program are passing a drug test weekly. Really? That is unheard of. How are you doing it on 15 bucks a day? That that part I don't get. Well, that's the that that's the hard part. But with that, I basically do it at a cut rate deal for them so that I need to pay certain things. So what I need to pay is my staff. So what the yeah. county did for me is they gave me the building, they pay the electric, right. they yeah. pay for the printer, okay. they pay. So that's how we do it. I'm just paying staff. Yeah. And we're a nonprofit, so we're out raising money that's from right. good people to help support, which also pays our staff. Now let's minutes. talk a little bit. That brings us to the thing because you know you hear the politicians talking about it. You'd think there's big money out there. But the model out there is driven by drug companies wanting to get people on another drug, and and that's what Congress has been told is the way to do it. You guys are not substituting one drug for the other. Therefore, it puts you in a difficult spot with some of the politicians in terms of getting some of the money. You That's why you have to uh, raise private funds, which can uh, be a blessing and a curse mixed in it, together it, it is and and i'm going to i'm going to speak to this and then i'll let jared kind of grab it because he'll give more of the uh the uh technical piece to this but last year i think congress is is appropriated over 400 billion i think that's what it is is that correct now? it is 400 400 billion dollars to Lord. fight this war on drugs 95 percent of that money is going this has been proven is going to medically assisted treatment programs which means treatment facilities that use drugs like suboxone vivitrol you could probably say a few more others they're constantly ever changing now that i'm not saying that's bad those drugs serve a really good purpose particularly during the detox period right however the challenge is these people are getting hooked on the drugs. Right. If you're in downtown Bourbon County right now, the drug on the street is methadone, which is a former uh, drug used for detox, and suboxone. That's what they're trading. They're not trading heroin anymore or opiates because they're harder to get. These drugs are easier to get. There's clinics opening up all over central Kentucky 
that they're nothing but more than suboxone clinics. That's that's fair to say. Trading one addiction for another. For another. And that, that tells you how the drug companies are keeping skin in the game. It's 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 a little bit frightening to me because mm-hmm. we got to stay honest about this. Well, one thing, I equate it to this. It's like running into a burning building and tossing gas all over the place. Why would you do that? That's not the solution. Um, what's frustrating and misleading is Kentucky alone was given $31 million. I always follow the money. $31 million to treat addiction. The Shepherd's House has been doing that since 1989 better than anybody else. And the only way they'll give me the money is if I'll switch the program to a medically assisted treatment. I can't do that. That's not our vision. That's not our mission. I have watched one good treatment center after another break to the almighty dollar, and we can't do that. Now, with that being said, um, you know, what's it look like going forward? What it looks like going forward is don't let a group of people that don't deal with this on a daily basis make decisions for us. It's the equivalent of me walking into debris financial and saying hey i'd like to make some investments for you today tom you're going to ask me to leave <laughs> so when there's a drug meeting why in the world am i not at it right. why in the world are people who do this for a living not deciding how these funds are distributed so basically it's a it's it's a hamster wheel of money so congress gets it to where we have samsa who distributes the money and then the drug companies give you the product and then they invest it into the campaign for re-election. Right. It's 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 it, a bad cycle. Yeah. Exactly. It, we got to stop it. it we got to stop it. It's well, it you know, anybody who doesn't realize that money is what drives politics. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I kind of quit having politicians on the show except for Andy, which I and he'll take criticism. He, he's about the only one. That, and by the way, Andy's a huge supporter of our, our organization. Yeah, but he's with us all subject all. to the rules of the way they're playing the game just like everybody else. It is. And, and, and the one thing that's that's very important to us, um, it's very important to the, 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 the three gentlemen and one beautiful lady sitting in the room, it's, it, it's very important to us um, that we hold ourselves to a certain mission and a certain vision. And, and I think, you know, the, the thing you said before the show started, you know, sometimes when you're chasing money, you, you don't want the government involved and you don't want that kind of money involved. Sometimes you need God to back it. Yeah. You know, maybe that's maybe if we stick to our guns and hold true to our mission and our vision, maybe maybe that's the direction we need to be going anyway. However, we got to keep asking. That's well, right. I agree with you. You, you. you know, it is a God thing. It, and it, it really is because I look at your life. Your life is a God thing. I mean, big time. Absolutely. So is yours, guy. Absolutely. And, and so many good ideas that people have had for these groups have devolved into a rabbit or a chasing rabbits down holes going after money. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the one thing that I love, you know, because I'm a football guy. So the Green Bay Packers are the only publicly owned NFL football team in the NFL. Guess what? The Shepherd's House is the only publicly owned treatment center in Lexington. And by that, I mean I survive on my donations. Right. Yeah. That means everybody has skin in the game. That's right. Yep. That's right. And, and there's more to come. We are continuing to work hard diligently to get in other communities we want it we want to get in Fayette County jail we're talking to people now about that so we're not going to stop yeah we're staying in the solution and a funny thing is I, I had a mom call me last week and she said hey 
and I'm not going to give you the kid's name. It's a HIPAA violation, but let's let's call him John Smith. John's mom called and said, hey, he's been on the waiting list for four months now. Um, and I said, and she said, and I'm getting nervous. And I said, would you like for me to make a referral to another place? And she said, Jared, no, there's no other place like the shepherd's house. Yeah. Meaning she's willing to let him lay on the couch and wait for a bed at the shepherd's house because she's after results. Yeah. She's not after an immediate fix. She, she, right. she wants to be result-based. So and I love that. And I don't know if you heard what he said, four months. Yeah, That's four, four how months. popular the shepherd's house is because our success rate is outstanding. And I'm on a six-month waiting list right now. Right. Stay with us. Let's go to a break. It is the Tom Dupree Show with Jared Thomas and Guy Hewlett. News Radio 630 WAP. Real news. In real time. is happening right now. Pay close attention. Not reality TV. Real. real. This is reality. Life. Real life. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. During times of market volatility, as we have just experienced, it's easy for investors to panic. Some investors want an easy solution, like an annuity, to manage the ups and downs of the market. Some want to seek the safety of bonds and bond funds. At times like this, it's often wise to examine what the long-term returns of equities have been versus other asset classes. At Dupree Financial Group, we use times of market volatility as an opportunity to purchase securities at lower prices than where they may have recently traded. If you'd like to know how our investment process may help you and your retirement investments, then give us a call at 859-233-0400 to set up an appointment. It may be an eye-opening experience for you in this new year. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. I've got here Jared Thomas, Executive Director of the Shepherd's House, Guy Huglet, the Chairman of the Board. Talk real quickly, where is the Shepherd's House? How do you contact it if somebody needs do you want anybody contacting you right now? Because <laughs> sure we do. You're full. Or- we do. Um, our phone number is 859-252-1939. We have three locations, but the Orientation House is at 635 Max Welton Court, Lexington, Kentucky, 40508. Okay. And we have a website. We do have a website. And you can fill out an application on the website and submit it that way, or you can simply fax it to us. You guys are always happy to receive donations also. Oh, you better believe it. So I want to tell a story real quick to kind of set this up. But there was a a class of kids at the Lexington Catholic here in Lexington, uh, outstanding class that that graduated in the mid-2000s. I'm going to be a little vague for for their benefit uh, as to the year. But they were a pretty outstanding group of young men. that were excelling in many, many different ways and uh, through athletics and academics, et cetera. And three years ago, one of those men died of a overdose. One year later, another one of those men in that class died from an opioid overdose who was on the waiting list to get in the shepherd's house. And then we lost another one this fall one year 
to the date. And he died of a, um, a cocaine overdose. Unfortunately, there was some other drugs that had been cut that, that you know, killed him. It was, I'm not sure if it was a fentanyl or carfentanil or one of the drugs. But the point I want to make about that is it is attacking everybody. And what happened as a result of these three guys losing three members out of this graduating class it has stirred a passion and a desire to make a difference that you cannot imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some really good things are happening. And I get emotional every time I think about it because we've been going to way too many funerals. But what Shepherd's House did, and under the leadership of Jared Thomas, is he had a opioid enough is enough Town summit. Hall. Huh? Town Hall. Town Hall summit meeting last week. And we had about 60 community leaders present, and we had a storm brainstorming session that is unbelievable. And you want to share some of the things that came out of that, Jared? Yeah, what, what is important is we wanted people to be action-based, meaning, you know, we, we have a saying in treatment, I can't hear your words because your actions make so much noise. Right. Um, so what we like to do is we like to get together and talk about things and we don't take any action. So this meeting was an action plan. So we, we designed some ideas and some things we wanted to move forward. But we gave you an assignment to achieve that and with a, with a date to complete it, i.e., we're on the Tom Dupree show today yeah, because – we wanted to get out and get our message out, so so here we are. But some of the neat things that we did that I think are going to be amazing, we, we designed a quick response team. And basically, with a quick response team, when people OD, we want some things to happen. Right now, if you OD, you're going over to the hospital, and when they stabilize you, you're going to be released. But here's what we want to do. How about while they're in there um, – getting stabilized that we set up their next their, the next step in treatment so we'll call it an angel program um and basically when somebody ods and goes in the hospital we want the shepherd's house to get a call we want to send a peer support specialist over to the hospital to sit with you and hold your hand right at the same time be setting up where's this young man going to detox where is he going to 30 day and then he can check into the shepherd's house that way we've taken care of the next 12 to 18 months of his life we also came up with a thing where we want to design an app um, where we want people in the community to be trained in the administration of narcan which ends an overdose it basically it, it, it detaches your high and pops you back into life so when you overdose we can save you by by a nasal spray and basically what we want to do is a bunch of people in the community to come in and get trained and then when the kid ods you'll be able to punch in an app and you'll see where the nearest person holding narcan lives that way if somebody ods three houses down from dom dupree tom's app would go off and he'd walk down the street and save this kid instead of waiting 20 minutes on an ambulance to get there that way more lives get saved trained how many this week for that 40 yeah i think 40 showed up for our training this week right so that's one thing we're doing another thing that we'd like to do is we would like to set up detoxes we're in the process of working with Ephraim mcdowell down in boyle county to set up a detox we're going to turn around and and present it to baptist health as well and basically we want to tie into the detox from a medical standpoint but we also want to tie into you know and i, I talk to emergency room doctors and they want to help they really do. They just don't know how. So let us come in and be the expert on how to get somebody help. 
Um, so medical detox will be huge for us. Um, we're also wanting to do family counseling. That's something I think we lack um, because when the drug addict or alcoholic comes home, the family dynamic changes. So yeah. I think it's important that a family understands what's coming home. Uh, I know that when I came home from all my treatment stays and all of a sudden I take a calculator out and say, why are we spending $150 on grocery? My wife's looking at me like, well, you ain't wrote a check yet. <laughs> you know, so so what's coming home is really important to the family. Also, um, as a parent, I can tell you the only thing that will cut you to the core and break your heart is your child. Um, and it's real important that we get moms and dads some help to understand because they don't mean to. But a lot of times they're enabling. Yeah. A lot of times they're making the disease last longer than it should that's be right. because they don't know any better. And that's where you can get into good old-fashioned Al-Anon and AA, those right. kinds of things uh, to help you detach from from the behavior and to detach with love. And there's one thing Jared has not talked about, and we would be remiss if we don't mention it because it is a big part of the solution. And it's called intervention and prevention programs. You know, the real solution to this problem is we've got to start educating our youth. And we don't start in high school. We're going to start in grade school. Yeah. Fifth grade, fourth grade. Start letting them know. Jared did a pilot program down in Boyle County where he went in and talked to the kids in school and spent a whole day and then a week assessing. And at the end of that program, four or five kids came into a safe counseling session and said, Mom or Dad is hooked on heroin and I'm living in an addicted home. And nobody knew it. These are the kind of things that we have to start pulling our head out of the sand and talking about because prevention is going to be the key to this war. And something that's neat, Guy, one of the students that you speak of, his father is currently at the Shepherd's House. There you go. So, Right. That's fantastic. All right. Let's just talk quickly. If you want to find out more about the Shepherd's House, learn more, maybe donate your money or, or goods and things like that, give us the phone number again. 859-252-1939. And if you don't have money and goods, um, good old-fashioned labor helps us a lot, too. Right. right. That's right. Okay. Uh, you, you're doing it. We still got a minute. Oh, we do? Yeah. Well, you know, I can keep on going to wind me up. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say this, and I think it's important. Uh, we had something happen this week that was pretty special. The guy that runs our uh, program down in Danville was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Really? And let me tell you why he was. Because he is a guy that's making a difference. And he's out there fighting right now for guys that have made bad choices, getting their voting rights back. And Kentucky is one of the states that's looking at that. And the Wall Street Journal picked that up and put it put it on the front page. And we're proud of that. That's where we're making a difference. We're changing lives one day at a time. Been talking to Guy Huglett. Guy's going to stay with us. Jared Thomas, Executive Director of the Shepherd's House. Addiction treatment for young men in the bluegrass. Guys, thank you for being here today. Thank you, Tom. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Stay with us. News Radio 630 WLAP.